Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of December 17th, 2023. We are deep into, I was going to say, we are balls deep in bowl season. Not going to say that. <laughs> Too late. You just did. Yeah, you just did. You just did. did. And that's also the episode title. <laughs> we are... We are balls deep in bowl season. No, so I, would, we are I, would, I would think we're really just the tip uh, in bowl season. I didn't realize how many bowl games were actually that first day until I got on the road path after the D2 game and was just trying to keep track of everything going on on the radio without the blitz. It was really chaotic. Yes, uh, it was a very chaotic weekend along with uh, dealing with the two kids in the household. My God, I could not like the first window of games. I I couldn't I couldn't keep up. I I couldn't I couldn't tweet. I couldn't keep up with the kids. I couldn't I couldn't do anything. And just because like you were in the D two championship game, but you had no cell service at all. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. My two cell phone holes. Yes. yesterday, which I hasn't happened to me in fucking years. It's like the first time that the first time ever that like Jordan texted me. <laughs> and it sent you, it sent you an honest to God text message, me a like text. a green bar text message. Because the only thing going a through green, like the green text. That's right. Well, before we get too far, I have to introduce everyone before Pit Girl yells at me. As always, I'm Jordan. With me tonight, I've got Kamish, Beth, Pit Girl, and Arthur on the ones and twos. Kamish, you've already given us a little about your weekend, but I assume it was sort of in that vein the whole time. Yeah, this is not stopping. Uh, it's just I, I'm I'm praying that. Uh, you know, we, we calmed down a little bit tomorrow and then really I, I got my car set up, ready to go, uh, for the five hour drive up to Frisco on Tuesday. And I'm, I'm excited for that. So that, that means really our podcast that we normally record on Tuesday is not happening on Tuesday because we're going to be at a bowl game, like half of this podcast. So yeah, because, but because the podcast is going to be too close together, we can't podcast. Yes. <laughs> and then plus I'll have my kid with me. So unless we have the, you know, commission's kiddo as a guest, which I, oh, yeah. I may, I may throw him on a commission's corner randomly at one point in time, but sure. uh, I, I'm hoping everything works out. We're probably going to record on Wednesday night and then that'll probably be released. I would say maybe Thursday or Friday, late Thursday, early Friday. I am not forcing Arthur to do anything super speed during the holidays. Uh, the schedule is going to get a little bit funky here uh, coming up. Our recording schedule because I mean really next Sunday is Christmas Eve so we're not recording on Christmas Eve uh, we're not that dedicated I guess my in-laws will be in town but I mean they'll probably be back at the hotel by then I, maybe I can sneak record a Christmas Eve episode but I, I don't I'm think gonna be can. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be drinking now uh, yeah I will be in no shape to record like that would because... stop you from well, I mean, podcasting look, I mean uh, yeah true, true. We, we, we do have drinks it would be it would be it would be past Fernet night though oh, which Lord. was my by, by far my drunkenness I've ever yeah i i will have attended uh the annual christmas eve bar crawl you do not want go. me on this podcast um, no, i don't know no. i think i do uh so pick girl how are you ma'am i'm good i spent most of today uh, baking and assembling a six layer rainbow cake it looks great I'm it does pretty proud of it given that it is my first attempt there are things that could be improved but i think i did okay nice beth how are you I have won. Good game. No, I win. Uh, but over COVID or academia? Yes. Um, yes, both. I was going to I was going to bring an instrument in and play a little uh, pomp and circumstance, but I didn't get a chance to do it. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'll I'll do it another time for you. Okay. 
But congratulations. Beth is now a double bachelor's. Congratulations. Yeah. Yay. Yes, I have a degree in notes and rhythms. And now she's going to clearly go on to get her master's and PhD so she can uh, have an education that's old enough to drink as well. Because right yeah. now, no, actually, your education should be old enough to drink at this point. Uh, Yeah. 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 It could Great. definitely drink at this point. Um, I assumed that that was so that we would have two of us with doctorates in music. Yes. Oh, on, the on most this on this college football podcast. Yes. All the honks. Guys, I want to start with something a little different today. Let's talk about flags, baby. Oh. Let's talk about you and me. Okay, here we go. I got flag Let's news. Let's talk about all the vexels. And no, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's good. Yes, you got it. Let's talk about flags. So have you guys have Let's you guys have you guys heard about this thing? This uh this 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 Minnesota flag thing. Have you heard about this? Oh yes. Oh yes. Minnesota is, have, is resigned. Did you just their do a Jay Leno? Have you seen this? Have I you did. heard about this? The Minnesota flag? Uh, I'll be dropping some stuff in the in the no context chat for okay. everyone. All right. But Minnesota's flag is shit. Yes. Their old flag is just like absolutely garbage. I'm going to drop it in there as well so everyone can see if you don't know what this is because it is just, What's... it is one of the worst state flags, which absolutely is uh, saying something because most state flags are absolute garbage. Hi, if you listen to anything CGP Grey does, this is not going to be the same thing, but uh, taken heavily from that, uh, Pick Girl and I are both big CGP Grey fans, so. That'll do it. Bring back Hello Internet. Bring back Hello Internet. So this is oh, the, God. that's the their original flag. It is a, a blue banner flag with the state seal in the middle, except that the state seal itself has like some very questionable imagery and it's got star a star of stars, I think you'd call that. Mm-hmm. It's it's got like so know, it much had, text and so many numbers. And, and then the there's the circles. stars that's made up of stars. Like my my brain wants those to be much more aligned than they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, but then notice that the North Star is larger than the other stars. Oh, God. so even the stars don't actually. Except it manages to look smaller because of the way that they have done this terrible thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This is this is the Starbelly Sneetches like a flag, and they have tried to make a new one and they came up with six designs did they even them screw the up the text of minnesota it looks like it's like out of alignment it's it's current it's not current correctly either yeah no it's bad yeah, it's, oh it's god i i would like to take a second to back up like half a step before we talk about the six finalists yeah go ahead because there were public submissions for this one of which oh, there were some great ones. there were some great ones one of which was of a, a very large mosquito which was actually submitted by a friend of mine Shout that's out amazing to uh, for the mosquito flag. Yes. Uh, I, actually, I'll post some of those in the chat as well. Here's some of the ones that were not. Uh, I do like the loon. I, you see the Mosquito Republic one right there. There was one that was just a dude's dog. That should have won. Uh, posting that one as well. I mean, you know. Oh, Laser Loon is so good. There's, Laser Loon is great. There's an Imperial Loon, too, which was actually very good. Uh, and that one did not make it. Oh, yes. I, I approve the dog for Minnesota State. That's flag. a good dog. It's a good dog. Good dog. So good dog. the the laser loon actually comes from the New Zealand flag submissions mm-hmm. of like half a decade ago. Because hey, if my, they didn't want it, that's fine. Well, it was a laser my, kiwi for New Zealand. Yeah, so I'm posting that as well. My, the laser kiwi is probably the favorite my vexillology ever. It is a white fern on a black black background, uh, a silver fern, I guess technically, with a brown kiwi shooting lasers out of its eyes and missing the leaf yes 
the whole thing about the New Zealand, this is from 2015, for shit. the whole thing about the New Zealand flag referendum was that they ended up choosing very bad designs for their final five and then just decided to stick with the old one. It was, if you don't know, the old New Zealand flag looks like just the Australian flag, except the stars are laid out slightly differently and they're red. It's very hard to tell them apart. Uh, New Zealand sort of fucked it up. I love the Imperial Loom. Oh, it's really good. Cool. Oh, I love it. So Minnesota actually fixed their state seal as well at the same time, or earlier. I'm going to post their new seal as well because it's great. Their old seal is the one on the flag, by the way. This <laughs> is their new seal, which is great. It's It's got a, a stylized loon in the middle. It has some wheat. It has some mountains. It has a star. I love it. I love everything about this. Now scroll back up and you'll see the, the, the final six selections. And I know this is a this is a visual medium, but a lot of it's a lot of green and blue, and it's got uh, lots of North Stars because the North Star is the official symbol of Minnesota, I believe. I'm not sure exactly what you call it, but until Dallas stole them, some of those North Stars just look like barn hex signs. Yeah, I feel like I'm a Dutch country, so they yeah. do, and I look at them that way too. But it turns out that they are actually like Lakota imagery as well apparently yeah. which is pretty oh, cool okay. so so uh, there there are six flags here and if you'll if you'll just shout out the one that you think is your fave and describe it slightly to our listeners hey girl which one's your favorite of the original six uh my favorite of the original original six is actually the one that the committee chose and i really really hope that they don't fuck it up too much in the final selection because we're going to talk about that a little bit later but it is the one with the k-shaped hoist with the star on the left side and then tricolor streaming out to the right i think that one's very well done and i also think that one's going to age the best which is something that is worth considering and i am not only saying this because that's what cgp cray said yeah so it, the, the one that they ended up chose, choosing is in your mind, if you're looking at a flag, the hoist side, which is the, the side where you hoist the flag, obviously, is sort of a K-shape, stylized shape of Minnesota. It's dark blue, and it has a white star on it. And then coming off of it, they have a tricolor of, a horizontal tricolor of white, green, and light blue. I love this flag. This is my favorite as well. I will totally give you that. Beth, you have a... My favorite is the one with uh, the gold uh, North Star on it, and the thing that i assume is supposed to be water and kind of sky but also looks like secret birds yes okay yes i'm I a see big fan of secret bird flag the wait the wavy flag yes yep and commit? i think that would look real sweet out in the world being a flag Me too. so the one Gosh, what do you think so the one they picked was the uh you said the one the bottom left the, of the group the pac-man eating the tricolor okay yeah, so yeah tricolor. okay so, I mean, they could probably like make the outline of that a little bit better into like a Minnesota shape, but whatever. Um, I'm, okay, we'll, we will get there. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We okay. will get there. All right, all right, all right, totally. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm good with the, you know, if it, it's got to have green in it, that's that's you know, if you listen to us for a while, the commission is, is all about green. Um, so if you've gotten some gifts from the commission, uh, there, there may be some green color involved. Uh, so. My my favorite's probably the North Star of Trite dead in the middle. And then like there's like you know, the white wavy line and then the the green. Okay. That that's probably the one that I want. Uh, so the all most. of all of you guys will be happy to know that and I just the PowerPoint team flag. So yeah. these three are the ones that were the finalists. Okay. So, so okay. we all pick finalists. Perfect. Yeah, which is great. And they ended up picking the one that both uh Pickerel and I liked the most, but the other ones were heavily discussed. But then then oh. At the committee meeting, Uh-oh. 
meddling started happening oh. and i started seeing because this was live the people were watching this because flag nerds were like this was their super bowl yeah and then i started seeing shit like this <sighs> they just want to put the word minnesota across the flag Hell that defeats no. the purpose don't do that oh my god what Your are we terrible doing? PowerPoint presentation flag has become an even worse PowerPoint presentation that was afra- flag. I was afraid oh. they were going to try to do that. I was like, no, leave that alone. I, I, well, no, I kind of like that. Opinions. I think I, I like labeling the flag so I know what flag it is. I'm going to throw something at you. <laughs> throw things at you. No, just like, I, I, this, is, this is Minnesota. Hey, let's put the alt text on the flag. And then... I'm, and then exactly. <laughs> imagine... Oh imagine what the one flag I would I would make the update to? Imagine the Maryland flag with like also the letters Maryland like oh god Maryland very... diagonally written across it yeah. So like I, Maryland... I don't know how you would do. I'm I'm thinking more like abstract like no. all of the letters are there but they're kind of jumbled no. up. So like you know the Maryland flag has the two different patterns right? Mm-hmm. But yes. then you spell Maryland like crisscross it a pattern in the opposite pattern in the other square or something like that. Jordan mm. Jordan's eye is just like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to make that design. He's like and, and, it's and the the problem with all of this though is that all of a sudden in the committee they were like, but maybe we can adjust some things. Oh no. Like this like this flag isn't you know totally meant to be there. We can adjust proportions, colors, we can adjust no. lots of things. And so I, I dropped a picture there because it's a little small, but you can see what happens when they start to not should we try to make more of the shape of Minnesota correctly on the far right? Oh, God. I hate it. It's terrible. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I understand why you would want to do that, but it looks like shit. Like, committee, please do not. This is why we don't do graphic design by committee, except for unless you are us, in which case we do do graphic design by committee. So we're professionals. Yeah. But, the best part, but the best part about y'all is that, you know, it's, it's still a shortened version. Here's another version they tried to pass by, which is just... No longer tricolor, no. just the wonky shape and gross. Oh, oh god! I mean, it's they better had... than their current flag, but that's really not saying much. Who, who it's, was it's screen capping this video? This just was I internet? got this from uh, CGP Gray, who is a educational YouTuber oh. and man man of legend. And oh, okay. I don't know. I was, god, I oh. hate this thing. It, right? It's just it, oh my god! And there were people there with different ratios trying to mess this up. You you drew it right the first time, guys. The only thing I could argue is that the tricolor co- color pattern is white, green, blue. If you want to bump the green up and put the white in the middle because that follows tincture rules better, cool. I'm I'm down with that. But if you're gonna keep fucking with it, just stop. It's okay to stop. Then just go back to secret bird flag. I would also I, be okay with them swapping the star out for the hex star looking Lakota star. Like I'm fine with that. That would be cool, but don't make it yellow. It doesn't need don't to make be it yellow. yellow. No, white, white is correct here. As I've often said, white is correct here. Uh, yeah. Oh it's, my God. it's just, Oh, they're going to fuck this up. And I hate that they're going to fuck this up. This is why, you know, even, even the great, on hiatus podcast hello internet when they brought their beautiful nail and gear flag down Flaggy they had a vote and they had a vote for it but still a rebel flag was created Hey girl and i are big flaggy flag fans it is the real flag but yeah uh, one of these days commission we will do a like a real like flag vote we will get postcards because I, w- I want my own postcards to do 
to do flag voting on. No, see, that's that's going to be our very first real YouTube video is going to be the seven hour long meeting where we fight over what the sickos flag is. Two sickos um, counting. I'll just yes, they they uh, CGP Gray and his and his uh, friend who does the podcast with Br- uh, Brady Heron, who is the host of Number File and a whole bunch of other YouTube channels. They literally did a YouTube video of them because what they did was they had people write. You had to write in your preferences for what flag they were going to use, and you had to send them on a postcard. And they literally sit there and sorted postcards on a YouTube video, like looking at them and talking about them. It was great. I'm just imagining Arthur presiding over this meeting, being like, "The chair represented. Uh, the chair recognizes the delegate from Florida State." Mm-hmm. Lots of hollering. <laughs> Anyways, that that we have we have talked about flags, baby. We talked about you and me. Okay, we talked so about Minnesota changing shit in committee. We talked about flags. Sorry, <laughs> that was perfect. Okay. Can I say out here ruining the flag with the colors from UNC? <laughs> Go Beth. Can I say can I say congratulations to to University of Texas volleyball? Sure. Their women's volleyball team swept Nebraska. It was it was not great for Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska is going to come back very angry next year. Yeah. This is Texas's two peat. They won last year and won this year again, which is amazing. Yeah. It, uh, big uh, big win for the SEC. That's right. Big win I mean, for college volleyball. SEC volleyball. Power, uh, Texas. Someone, I, I put out today our list of NCAA fall champs, and I had not realized that there are four plus a upcoming member of the ACC, four ACC schools plus one that won things this fall. Uh, North uh, NC State won women's cross country, D1. North Carolina won a field hockey, D1. Mm-hmm. Clemson won soccer. Clemson's men won soccer D one, and Florida State women won soccer women's soccer D one, and Cal won men's water polo. Ooh. So, five eight, conference of champions is the ACC apparently. Mm-hmm. So I like this. Uh, I did not realize it was so ACC heavy. The but ACC also- is actually quite good at many non-revenue sports, which is a thing that people often do not pay well, attention to. And all of a sudden, like Cal and Stanford in in in. That context only mm-hmm. makes sense because Cal and Stanford are historically known for being very good at these things, along with SC and UCLA. Like, yes, all, all four of those schools tend to be, but right. Uh, so congratulations to University of Texas women. That's great. Yeah, that was, Go, that was insane. Um, I'm trying to, was it, was it uh, Asia O'Neill was the one that had all the, the aces in the final? Or was I it, believe so, yeah. I mean, she I remember kept, who it was. Out of... I mean, it was like, just bam, bam, bam. I mean, bam. like they could not, Nebraska couldn't do anything, which was insane. I mean, I thought it'd be a little bit closer, but Nebraska was trying to pull off a, a title with without a senior on the team for the first time since 1986. No, they're, and, and they're all coming back, Pacific. so they're going to be. So that's going to be. They're going to be uh, good. I mean, I feel. Uh, it was kind of a. a I mean, everybody, I, I watched a bunch, and I love the kid, the kiddo questions that I got. Like, why, oh, yeah. why is that? Why is that girl in a different color jersey? Why? Why is the ref on the ladder? You know, <laughs> and then him imitating the volleyball diving in front of me with a beach ball. So I'm oh. trying to watch the game, and he's like playing with a beach ball, like flopping all over the place. <laughs> Just. Uh- 
I do, it's great. I do want to say, uh, Pit Girl, congratulations to Pit Volleyball. They acquitted themselves quite well. That second, that second, uh, second game, we call it a set, second game. Set. I'm, I'm still learning. Second set uh, ended with an absolute heartbreak, like dagger in my heart. <sighs> and on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a foot fault on the serve or no, it wasn't. No, something. just a service error. Um, unfortunately, Pit was doing its best to sort of figure it out and come back from being down and didn't quite get there. There was also, and I don't think ultimately it would have mattered because there were another like six or seven set or match points to go, but Pitt was dinged for a net violation on the final point of the match that should not have counted as a net violation. Her hair, it was, it was only her hair, her hair, hair. and that does not count. It doesn't really matter, but also like yeah. the officiating was a little bit weird. So I have no idea. You know, I was like the the announcers like that shouldn't count, and I'm like, oh, why are they counting? I have no idea, and it's a it was a hair net fault, which was yeah. which was weird, but it was fun to so we, fun to see that, that, that at a high level. Yeah, that was Pitt's third consecutive Final Four. I am convinced that as long as Coach Fish stays, Pitt is eventually going to get one. So we'll see. We'll see y'all next year. So we're not accused of being D one two focused like we ever would be. Cal State Los Angeles won the women's D two volleyball championship, and learn it one of these days juniata juniata cool juniata wins the d3 women's championship so congratulations to everyone we only have two more well sorry one more ncaa championship to figure out and that is the d1 football ncaa championship which is going to be between the south dakota state jackrabbits and the montana grizz let's talk about jackrabbits first they did unspeakable things to you albany hey beth have you looked at West Virginia's schedule next year for football? No. Look that up real fast. Okay. No, you didn't do that, Mountaineers. West Virginia football. No, you didn't do that. 2024. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, so you're hosting you Albany. <laughs> the feisty Great Danes in week two, I believe. It's the uh, I if if I'm correct about this, that is the traditional filler of the Penn State Pit Oreo that we have also decided to serve up to ourselves. Yes, mm, oh. yummy. So you're getting some Great Dane in there, dog cookies. But the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. Okay, the U Albany and Idaho game last week was a banger. It was a great game. Came down to the wire. Great. I don't know that Idaho would have done any differently against South Dakota State. I think South Dakota State is just an absolute wood chipper for whoever was on the side of the bracket. They beat South Dakota South Dakota State beat Albany, I believe, 56 to 0. 59. Checking on that final. 59, sorry. Close. It was it was a brutal beatdown. It wasn't even the weather wasn't really a super big factor. It was cold, but it wasn't like that cold. No, it was, it was windy, but it wasn't that windy. It was nice for Brookings in December. It was, it, I think it was like maybe like 38 with like seven mile an hour winds. Like Albany plays in that weather too. Yeah. And the Jacks just did it to them. I, I really think last week, South Dakota state having to play in like 30, 35 mile an hour sustained winds up the gust of 55 miles an hour. It fucked them up. It it ruined their passing game because as soon as they came out against Albany and they were throwing the ball all over the place, 
like to the outside and, and to the boundaries. And they were just attacking yep. Albany and Albany had no shot to stop them. And then, I mean, Poffenberger could not survive the attacks. And then three, three, three interceptions, he, I believe. Or yeah, was, he yeah. was just trying, he's fighting for his life. And then like, I mean, they're down 28, nothing. And I think it's still the first quarter. I think it was 42, nothing at half, just like the Raiders and chargers, I guess. Uh, so that, mm-hmm. that kind of, that was a, uh, or is it 35, nothing at half? I don't, I don't remember for sure. I don't know. It was, it was, it was brutal to watch. It was, he, it was masterful on the South Dakota state side for Albany. Oh, yeah. it, it was just like, ugh, I mean, they were kind nothing, of a Cinderella. Nothing was working. Were, nothing was working. I, that was just the worst. Part. I know they were a five seed, but like, they were kind of like a Cinderella. Like you didn't expect them because they were what? Three and eight last year. And then they were 11 and three in the five seed. So, I mean, incredible turnaround, incredible season for the Great Danes, but you kind of just run into the defending champ that has not lost in 27 straight games in yep. their place. Ugh, I hate to see it end mm. like that. Unless you, it's one of those, like, unless you win the title, it's going to happen sometime. You're going to lose sometime. Yeah. Yep. That was a bad one. Now, on the other side of that bracket on Saturday, Ooh. North Dakota State, Montana, 3 p.m., 3.30 p.m., Y'all, this was mm-hmm. such a good game. Yes. This was neck and neck the whole time. Montana's student section was making North Dakota State false start so many times. Montana like played the seven. cleanest game I've ever seen until the all the penalties just started piling up at the very last like two possessions going into overtime. This was so much fun. I was listening to this on the way to Shreveport, and it was just, I was glued to it. Also, because I was listening to North Dakota State radio feed, and all of their uh, commercials are like, shale oil saves jobs and saves lives. And this corn seed is the best corn seed. And if you have a carcass on your on your land, we can get rid of it, <laughs> which makes total sense. I'm not I'm not like slamming this. This just makes sense for what you're what you would need to have commercials for up there. I mean, I'm a little concerned about the carcass removal service. I thought you were going to say shale oil, but yeah, no carcass. Well, no, I mean, that's, that sort of is what it is. That that's a thing here too, to a lesser extent, but yeah, carcass removal is slightly concerning to me. It happens. Beth, did you see how this game like ended in double OT? I did not. Okay. So this is the two point. I was heavily medicated while this game was going on. So I was sort of in and out of it. So this game was a few states. If you can Jordan play this play, it's double OT Montana gets a touchdown. They're up 29-23, and now they are, they're forced to go for two. So just just enjoy this one uh, if you can cue that up, Jordan. If you pay for art. I've been, I've been, getting, all these, I've been getting all these ads now on, on Twitter being like, OnlyFans is for everything now. Scroll OnlyFans because OnlyFans is for comedy and for whatever. Like, okay, well then. Time to listeners. I just need you to know that Kamish just did the like classic dad face palm. Time, time to go only fans, kids. Bergen in motion. And it's going to be a pitch to Junior. He's going to attempt to throw face mask. Flag is out. Oh, I can't oh, believe that. Oh, my goodness. Jalen Wood. the last inch of the ball. Look what I found. Oh, Lord. Yes. So and you got I'm, a, oh, wow. And you got a face mask. You've got, there's so much going on. Right. Yeah. So. I, I, I just want to shout out the play-by-play guy there. Just. I, I'm not sure. I, like, I guess outside of Gus Johnson, I've ever really heard someone just kind of scream. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he was beat. just like, oh, he, he was shy. he couldn't believe it. Uh, so it, it, it's double OT. Here, I'm going to throw in, and this is what North Dakota State tries. They get a touchdown relatively quickly, and North Dakota State tries their two-point conversion to tie it. So if you want to play that one, too, for Beth, since uh, she was incapacitated this weekend. They come out in the swinging gate. Swinging gate for North Dakota. Funky formation. It's going to give to Nelson. Nelson looking for room. That's it. Oh, wow. Out of the wild. Oh, man. The Grizz will play. That's awesome. I think even if the Turf Monster hadn't gotten the intended receiver, it would have still been a pick, too. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I don't see how that. There were a lot of uh, North Dakota State fans in our our Menchies uh, yelling with Montana uh, fans, uh, saying there was a push in the back and there were. Uh, and I was just like, oh, I, they're not, gonna be litigating this shit. For I, no, decades. seriously, there there's been there's been people fighting in our mentions since like Thursday on something. <laughs> I can't remember what it was for, but are, are they still making comments on on what they would have said uh, as the coach when they're down forty two nothing at halftime to the Raiders? They're still talk, tweeting about that many days later. <laughs> what their halftime speech would be, but no, this game was amazing. This was FCS football. This was the entire timeline. Uh, just watching FCS football. I mean, our timeline, at, I feel like, at some point, we, is pretty good. Every, like, we follow folks a, that, that yeah. you know, uh, enjoy stuff like this. And they don't just, you know, poo-poo or, like, you can't have fun while you watch college football or anything like that. But, no, this was a blast. Uh, at, at some point, every every the entire timeline was just people yelling Grizz or, oh, my God, Grizz, or what the fuck, Grizz. So, Montana comes back to Frisco. Actually, it's their first time in Frisco, I believe. And I think that the last time they were in the playoffs, the last time they were in the final, I believe it was not in Frisco. Let me double check that before I say that. And I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I just want to say though that the, um, that play call by North Dakota State on that two point conversion, um, kind of feels like really overthinking some things because, like, the whole, especially once they got to overtime, they were just kind of running the ball and having a ton of success there and then they get to the two-point conversion it's like you need a couple yards and they went with that play when like they they just been running for like five yards a carry they're they're running running so damn they're running people over like the first play of of the first ot like quarterback draw 25 yards touchdown i mean you know ence is gone now uh they they hired a new coach already apparently Okay, can yeah. I can I can I talk about that new coach real sure. fast? But hold on, before Ents is gone, I got I gotta get gotta get it out of my system. Ints, 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 ints. Yeah, the last time Montana was in the final game, the final game was in Chattanooga. Wow, that was before the year before they moved it to Frisco. By the way, I don't know if Chris listens to this, but shout out to Chris Vanini. He works for the Athletic. His hometown football team won one of the Texas State Championship, Anna-Texas. Congratulations to the Anna-Coyotes, who won the 4A D2 Championship, I believe. Okay, so they have hired... North Dakota State has hired Wyoming OC Tom Polisek as head coach. Polisek was spent 10 years at North Dakota State from 20, 2006 to 2012 and 14 to 16. Before North Dakota State, he was working as a lumberjack. And here is a short little bit from The Athletic. Would we say that he's a lumberjack and he's okay? 
Yeah, uh, but apparently he also drinks a ton too. When Tim Polisek got the call, the thermometer read 15 degrees. That was considered a warm day, but Polisek wanted to get in his truck and turn the heat on. The yellow Nokia phone rang. Polisek didn't recognize the number, but he answered it. The person on the other end of the line asked how he was doing, so Polisek explained that he just finished a good day of logging in central Wisconsin. The other person was confused. This is Craig Bull, North football coach in North Dakota State, he said. Is this Tim Polisek, the football coach? It was. Polisek explained to Bull that although he was a part-time assistant at D3 Wisconsin-Stevens Point, he was also a logger on the side because he needed to make money. I'm not going to lie to you. I just cracked open a Miller Lite, Polisek said, told Bull. This is an incredibly Wisconsin story. Go Pointers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he did not have the cash to get to Fargo, so he sold a golf club driver to his high school superintendent for 200 bucks. <laughs> And he was apparently sleeping in the Fargo Dome for a bit, too. So Who among this, us? This dude is so fucking North Dakota State. I'm so <laughs> excited for them. <laughs> Every North Dakota State fan I've seen, his bells have been very excited for this. So yeah, they said, congratulations, Bison. I, I think they he worked uh, offensive line with uh, the Francis Bowl, with Bowl. in Iowa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I, I believe. So You know what? That's the position you want him in for, mm-hmm. it, it, for a fair end. That's well, yeah, I mean, they, they do block well. I'll say that. Um, the rest uh, of it. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to say congratulations to Iowa Western uh, Community College. They won the NJCAA championship game against East Mississippi. Also, the Friday night banger of a game that we did not really expect when Albany and South Dakota State got out of hand, the entire internet started watching North Central versus SUNY Cortland. That game slapped. This game, this game was great. Oh. SUNY Cortland wins their first national title ever in football. Uh, North Central is denied the two, the three-peat. North Central is very out of Illinois, by the way. I fucked that up. North Central out of Illinois is you know, one of the big... I mean, they had the... the okay, so I forget who put out the percentages at the beginning of the playoffs, but was like North central had even in the Elite eight New central had 95% to win this. And SUNY Cortland had like less than 1% and SUNY Cortland bless them. When after this win happens, their Twitter account just hit and re hit and retweet on every fucking like the receipts, just boom, boom, boom. They were already there. I love that. That's, crazy. That's the beautiful petty shit. I love to see, but SUNY Cortland, the red dragons absolutely hung with North central and it was such a good game. Ah, oh, this was so good. I'm so happy it was a good game. And everyone got to watch it. It was on ESPNU. Like people saw this game. It was blast. Yeah. It was it was a fantastic game. It was a phenomenal game. I really love all of the uh the SUNY Cortland players, which uh, you know, shout out podcast guest Roger Sherman. Uh they were all doing the uh Oh, because their their the quarterback Italian. was <laughs> Their QB was all, had also been putting up quarterback numbers. At some point, he I think this season he has something like fifty-five TDs and sixty-five incompletions. Just Ooh. it was video that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, he won the uh, the D three Heisman. I can't remember the name of the award. It's it's someone's name, and I can't remember it, unfortunately. Actually, I can look it up. I have the internet. That, <laughs> that's not the one that got announced on a radio station in no, that's Arkansas, the, that's right? the d2 highs yeah. okay. the, the gagliardi trophy yeah uh so yeah this is luke Le- Le- Lennon, who won who was the qb at north central and won the gagliardi trophy and of course suny's coach was like well clearly our guy should have gotten it afterwards he was he was so fucking happy 
this was great. A great game. Loved it. Originally uh, presented by the Jostens Company. That feels right. That hey, does feel right. Jostens does everything. The, the one thing that kind of disappointed me in this game was at the very end, it came down to a two-point conversion. So North Central went for two to win the game. They could have, I mean, they basically they scored a touchdown late. They could have just gone for the tie, played for overtime. They went for the win and they didn't get it. And, you know, anytime a team does that and it doesn't work, it's like, man, like I want teams to get rewarded for being aggressive. And, you know, I just, even even though I was like kind of pulling for SUNY Cortland when I was watching just because they were the underdog, it's like, oh man, you know, that's going to legitimize all these, coward coaches that don't go for it no there was still Re- like respect a minute. to nc central for or i'm sorry for north central there for coming still, back on their sword there was yes there was still like a minute 12 left when they did this mm-hmm. to go for the so even if they didn't get it i mean they tried it onside and you know they, they still had some timeouts to stop but you know pretty much effectively ended the game i mean really if you catch the extra point there I mean, even if you get it, like SUNY Cortland had a minute 12 to go get a field goal to win. So I, I don't know the risk reward there. Maybe if it was like maybe 15 seconds left, do that because the other team really don't have any time to do it. But it's the title game. Last game of the year. Can't hold anything back now. So I don't know about the play call, but they snuffed it out. Great defense, Cortland. And then the D2 title game, Harding absolutely runs over Colorado School of Mines. All Jordan's 38 fault. to 7. I was there. The the, the none, nothing like none of these like the state like there were 12,000 people at this game plus. The Harding side was this was we had to park like we had, uh, our friend friend of the show Nick Pants went with me. And we were we had to park. We had prepaid parking. I told them like last year, oh, let's just drive up no big deal. It's no big deal. Like, it's easy to get there. Harding showed up and so did mines. It was packed and got Beth. I want you to guess Harding, this, this triple option team, they'd run the triple. I'll tell you that. Okay. Um, how many passes did they throw this game? Do you want to guess? 12. The answer is two. Okay. Well, I got one of the and numbers. They, were two they, for two, rushed, right? they were two for two. Yeah. They rushed for 502 yards. That's a lot. It was, I was wearing my blaster shirt. I showed you guys the picture I got with blaster. Mm-hmm. Like was super happy, but that watch, is your new profile picture for everything. By watching the way. Harding just absolutely take Colorado school of mines and grind their face against the turf was a thing of beauty. It was absolutely beautiful to watch because all the mines fans around me, every time they would do a quick three and out or something, there was just a heavy sigh knowing that they would not see the ball again for the next eight minutes, nine minutes mm-hmm. and three yards, two yards, three yards until the very end when they were just breaking off huge runs. Cause they were gas. Like the mines defense was gas. They've been out there for so mm-hmm. long. Mines doesn't get it this year, but they're still a great team. And I think next year will also be great. Harding looks, looks so good. It was so much fun to watch the triple option work in real time. I don't think I've ever seen it live like this. And it was a thing of beauty. It was great. I was, I was moved. I mean, give give it a uh, shout out to Harding. The one thing that was funny, yes. the one thing that was funny is like one of the passes that Harding completed was on like a third and twelve or something, and it was for a first down. And I was like, that has to be the most disheartening thing ever. 
Yeah. You finally stop the flex bone, and then one of their two passes is like a third down conversion for a first down. Or and it's just like, really? <laughs> like, what do I have to do? And I mean, My really, nobody stopped Harding all year. Mine's like, mine's really, really got into a bad spot because they would get in the red zone or close to it and then just like either come up short or lose the ball over and over and over. They left and they missed some field goals too. Like they left, I think we counted like 27 points on the table. Ugh. That That's that's it. Yeah. That's the game. That uh, hurts. Uh, just, and, but also think about this. Harding barely made it to this point. Oh yeah. Okay. Because Harding, even though they were blowing a lot of teams away, in the playoffs, they beat, let me see here, because the early rounds of the playoffs, it was so close. Remember, in D2 playoffs, it is regionalized early on. That's, you got to remember that. But, let's see here. Harding football, they beat number six Central Missouri in the first round, 35 to 34. Hmm. They beat Grand Valley State, seven to six. Yeah. I think Ooh. they got a touchdown in the last, uh, one of the last drives there, too, I think, against Grand it was, Valley State. It was, it was real close. Yeah. And then they blew out Lenore Ryan, and then they kind of blew out School of Mines. Yep. So, great game. Had a ball. Thank you, Mines. Thank you, Blaster. Thank you. Your fans were great. Love to see it. Come back. Happy to have you, McKinney, again. Let's take a quick tour through some bowl games as well. Oh, yeah. We're here. Myrtle Beach Bowl was at 10 a.m. on Saturday. I had a feeling Ohio was just going to, like, Dumped the shit out of Georgia Southern, and I was correct. I felt good about this. I was sitting in the press box in Shreve Fort with one of the guys that does Hustle Belt. And I was talking about how proud I was that, like, this is one of the ones that I predicted. I was like, I think Ohio is going to just molly whoop Georgia Southern. And they did. This was not one of the weather games. Oh, no. This one was... um five turnovers by Georgia Southern and five touchdowns by a freshman running back, Ricky, Ricky with an E at the end. Sorry for misspelling it that one time, five touchdowns by a freshman running back for Ohio. Uh, it was Ricky hunt was just doing everything for but Davis. Brin, it was Davis Brin did throw intercept three interceptions this game. I mean, it was, it was not a good start. So there Georgia Southern's first drive interception, uh, second, uh, second drive, Three yards. Uh, I'm sorry. Three plays. Negative one yard. Punt. Uh, next drive. Two plays. Interception. Punt. And then they fumbled. That was their first half. Yeah, it was bad. Not good. It was just. It was bad. They made a little run. They made it to like 34, 21, and we're like, oh, maybe. And then like you know, Ohio was like, whatever. We'll just give the ball to to Ricky Hunt for his fifth touchdown of the game. Then we had our celebration bowl where Florida A&M pulls it out. Ooh. I had not realized, thank you to our, our friend Blue, uh, he reminded me that the SWAC hasn't won this game in like seven years. Well, they won it last year, I believe, right? No, they lost oh, it. Sir. That's right. They, they did not. The, yeah. That, they, that was. The Jackson State just uh, lost at the last moment there. That's right. They did. Uh, but like, no, the MIAC normally dominates this game. And I don't know it's, if it's because well, the MIAC doesn't play. Well, because NCANT used to be in the MIAC, and yeah. NCANT had like a big run as well. Yeah, but now they're in the CAA, so that that also changes. Well, things. I mean, I, the MIAC. I, I blame Coach Prime. Oh, oh, okay, go ahead and do that, Arthur. Yep, done. <laughs> I will just say that, um, really, the thing 
I think here is that the MIAC does not have a title game. And so basically they just sit for like a month waiting for this game to play whoever the winner is. And basically they, they knew what FAMU was doing for the first half. Like they could not get anything done. And Howard was all over Howard had them. They had had them. They had it. And they still almost had it at the end. They had the pick six to go up 26, 24, you know, thanks to a safety alert in there, uh, which was great. You know, celebration bowl, safety alert. Femi was able to get a touchdown at the last um, one of their last drives, and then like Howard they like, had, threw they back had to, to get, back interception. So Femi had to get twenty points in the fourth quarter to win. Yeah, that that tells you how far in the hole they were. They were. It was a great game. I this mean, is yeah, Femi was down fourteen nothing when I flipped this mm-hmm. game on because I like turned it on slightly late, and I was just like, "Wait, what?" And I spent this whole game going, "What?" But in yeah. the best possible way. This was a great game. Celebration Bowl is always a great game. The fucking Georgia, the Georgia, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium was absolutely popping off. It was nuts. It was great. Uh, God, and they, of course, FAM, FAMU wears the best uniforms ever. Could have used orange lids on this one, but I'll take the, the classics. That's fine. Either way, just happy, happy for them. Congrats, Florida A and M, for winning your first Celebration Bowl, and. Uh, your first HBCU ti- uh, uh, black national title since. It's been a while for them. Yeah, it has been a while. I, I, uh, I think there's rumors that the uh, FAMU coach, uh, Willie, Willie Simmons, I believe is his name, is rumored to potentially be going to Troy, but not 100%. Oh, hell yeah. They, cl- they claim the 2019 black national title. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, Willie Simmons is his name. I had it right. Good. Uh, yeah, they, they claimed it because Jackson State lost in the uh, Celebration Bowl, and they only lost to Jackson State by one. So they claimed well, that, that, was, that, that. Yeah, that was also the, the that point. Fami was still in the uh, MIAC too. So yeah, yeah. So before that, it was two thousand one. So congratulations, that's a great game. Uh, Celebration Bowl. So I won the days I get to Celebration Bowl. The New Orleans Bowl, Jacksonville State. Remember, you cannot play in a bowl game. Because you are coming up from FCS and you cannot, that is not something you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of, they kind of had a lot of fun with the Raging Cajuns. Our, our. Can't. Yeah. Can't. 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 Uh, our Raging Cajun fan, the Discord, was having a no good, very bad day. Uh, he, he drove from, from Lafayette. He had to get through that horrible traffic on I-10 in Baton Rouge all the way to, to, to New Orleans. And. Yeah, it was uh it was a fun game for the Cajuns because yeah. they kept getting defensive touchdowns, which was insane. Which got three, I believe. They got three. They started the game with a scoop and score. They're up seven nothing. Uh then Jacksonville State gets a touchdown at seven seven. Uh then they get a, a pick six to make it fourteen seven. The Cajuns up. Uh but then Jacksonville State scores it uh, a touchdown. It's fourteen fourteen at halftime. They go back and forth and a little bit there. And then there's another uh, uh, pick six for the Cajuns to make it 31 24 late in the game. That was God. Oh my God. Knowing that there are a bunch of defensive touchdowns in this makes it make so much more sense because when I looked at the stat box for this, knowing that it was a game oh. that went to overtime, I couldn't oh, make the Jackson, sense. Of the it. Jacksonville State ran 109 plays for 526 yards and Louisiana that they had 31 ran. first downs to yeah. uh, 
to and Louisiana's 14. Just, they doubled up Louisiana on literally every stat just, and still just, lost, yeah. almost lost. Just look at I this. lost breaking math. Look, I mean, oh, yeah. they had a hundred They had 109 plays from scrimmage. The yard differential is almost 300 yards. Yeah. Uh, 526 to 247. Yep. Uh, I, I have 639 to 247. Is that not right? Uh, I have 526. I'm, but looking I'm looking at Wikipedia. So maybe. Okay. I'm on Jacksonville State's website. Uh, I'll take them. So. Okay. Maybe. Anyways, this was, <laughs> yes, this was great. I love it. Jacksonville State walks away with a New Orleans Bowl win. Congrats, Gamecocks. Go, Cox, as always. That's right. Love them. Uh, the Jacksonville State GameCubes. I assume that. <laughs> I assume that Rich Rod's going to hold off one more year till he gets that West Virginia job. God damn it. The GameCubes. I love can that. You, I, Jordan, can I you just put the GameCubes on the vision board? Yeah. That was a great typo. How, how, about, how about some sloppy bowls? You guys like some sloppy bowls? Uh, and some sloppy I action? Mean, oh, baby, you know what I like. our game. Mm-hmm. That, that field this, looked, this was us that field looked the like av- guacamole the avocados from mexico cure bowl <laughs> was played in a fucking monsoon <laughs> so great at the bright house at the at bright house stadium the bounce house where the paint was coming off it looked like a a, a, a color run or someone said it looked like a holy celebration and oh man it was uh so, so I, I, I just want to paint a picture here because I know this is a audio medium and we don't have, I mean, we have the thread, you know, join the Patreon, get the, get in the discord, get the thread of all the images. But, um, so a lot of games, right. Well, and not just bowl games, but like regular games have a midfield logo, right. <laughs> but in a lot of situations, it's like, there's just the logo and then everything else is just grass. It's not painted. And for some reason, for the Cure Bowl, it's like the logo they put at midfield, they didn't have like a transparent PNG. They had, you know, like a huge black square painted onto the field, like with the logo in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, if if you think like, oh, yeah, no, there were some, like, I, I think the rainiest game with the most running paint from the logos was also the game with the most square footage of logo on the field. I just want to take a moment to appreciate the final score of this game. Beth is like, I hate you so much. I'm not, I'm not even searching for this. I refuse. I, I you, will not. You know what it is. Before, before I uh, look inside yourself, Beth. You you this know. conversation is now about funnel cake. Uh, I want to before we we moved on from the uh, New Orleans ball. I want to shout out the uh, kicker for Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville State, Garrison Ripa. Uh, it was his second career field goal attempt that he won the game with in OT. Nice. <laughs> so that was a special shout out. Uh, back to the game with thirteen fumbles. Short of the record. Record was 18? 17, 17 or 16, I believe. It was the 1964 it was 17, Sugar Bowl? It, I, I don't remember the year. I know they were because they were talking about it on the broadcast. It was a Sugar Bowl between Alabama and Old Miss, which if if you didn't tell me it was a Sugar Bowl, if you just told me, like, yeah, Alabama, Old Miss had 17 fumbles, I would assume that it, that sounded right. I, I believe this was played at Tulane Old Stadium in a snowstorm. It was in, yeah. it was yeah, in, it was in Tulane Stadium. Yeah, here's the Wikipedia of it if you need it. Um, 
you know, the reason that Alabama and Ole Miss played each other, yeah, yeah, just uh, segregation. But yeah. Oh, oh, uh, that. Yeah. Oh, just, oh. yeah. Mm. I, I like the game summary. It said the the 1964 Sugar Bowl. The game was a defensive slugfest. The teams <laughs> the teams combined for 17 fumbles, 11 <laughs> by the Re- Rebels, both all time bowl game records. There was also a total of 13 combined turnovers and nine punts. Ha! Ha-ha. That number showed up again. I'm sorry, Beth. Uh, <laughs> Alabama scored its first. It showed up a lot. It showed up a lot, and then that's what it was in this game. So I guess they're connected cosmically by those numbers. Apparently, this game was thirteen. This game was thirteen nine for a while. It it finished that way too. No, it didn't. Uh, the, we're talking about what game are we talking about? The the Sugar Bowl in 1964. Oh, the, the, no, the Cure Bowl that were. I mean the Cure Bowl. I, I was going back. Because they're connected. I'm in oh, hell. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Satan. The yeah. good score reveals itself in the place and time and manner of its choosing, and it is unto us only to revere it. And one of the teams playing was called the Mountaineers. <sighs> this might be this might be harassment. <laughs> I, I, I was listening to the radio broadcast for some of this one because I felt like you know going out and taking a walk. It's funny, you know, like like we talk about during our regular Saturdays, we have the Blitz, and now like I'm just going for a walk, just manually switching between the New Orleans Bowl and the Cure Bowl. And I think the the one of the things I love about radio crews is that they can just be making dad jokes on dad jokes, right? So, you know, I was going from the Cure Bowl where they were joking about like more like FBC Mortgage Aquarium to uh <laughs> The New Orleans Bowl, where the uh, Louisiana announcers were joking about, hey, do you think there's going to be any wind on this field goal attempt? <laughs> so good. I, I'm i just so happy that this game happened. It was it was on ABC. The world saw this. Mm-hmm. Everyone saw this. It we just, all it, saw. It was, so it was incredible. I had just so many fumbles. So, so much ridiculousness. I mean, we feel bad for our, our, our Red Hawks, uh, you know, Mr. Alec Bebelheimer, the punter. Uh, they had, they missed a, they missed an extra point uh, when they got the touchdown to, to almost make it 13, 10. Uh, the snap kind of went through the, the hands of the holder. And then the kicker who won the Lou Groza award uh, tried to kick it and it did not go that far at all it just kind of went like bloop like three yards i, I didn't even know if he like even like connected on it or if it was still just like i couldn't tell because you couldn't see anything because the screen the cameras were just like covered in in, in rain because there was a crazy like like it was kind of like a tropical storm but it's it's outside of tropical storm season so it was they called it a cyclone instead you know but it, it was it was a mess but that area is in a drought. Uh, I wish they could have like played in better. Spread conditions. the rain out slightly. Yeah. Let's, let's, you, don't, you don't solve drought by no like, four inches of rain in an hour. No, that was it was incredible. Uh, there was somebody in a pink panther mascot costume, which I'm sure stunk to high heaven. Uh, we we had we had Yosef on the giant blacked out logo, appearing to attempt to do something which resembled the worm. But it was it was just like it was splat, not good splat, at all, when, uh, not good at all. When when the game ended, the App State players were basically using the field as a slip and slide. Yeah, just 
like as it like they didn't have to do anything it would just it was a slip and slide at that point yeah it was they just uh, they all ran out to the big logo and just went crazy it was it was it was incredible. i mean there were there were it, it wasn't just fumbles there were lots of players like slipping and falling yeah while they were trying to trying to play um i and listening to the radio broadcast right because they have someone down on the field at field level like on the field where they you know will kind of cut, cut to them to provide like updates and, and whatnot and it was so bad like they were struggling just not necessarily having a person out there but having electronics out in that weather mm-hmm. like i mean i i've heard of some really rainy games and this is about as rainy as i've ever seen yeah i definitely uh, they did they did hand uh joey aguilar from Absolutely, an avocado, the, like the least ripe least avocado, ripe I've, avocado ever I've ever seen. And you know, that's just a weird lime. They gave him a weird lime. Congrats, <laughs> and, got and, Look, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. His, his name is Joey Aguilar, and I'm like, I think he probably is looking at that avocado. Like, this is not ripe. <laughs> it's not here, buddy. Just I mean, bite right it's, in. It's from Mexico, and you're in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, I also, I also want to point out here because I mean, you can see it in the in the photos we have in our chat. They're handing out the avocado. They're handing out the trophy. They did all of the post-game ceremonies in the locker room. Because yeah. everyone just wanted to not get hypothermia. This was, yeah, this was a great game. I was super excited for this, and it delivered. We go on to the New Mexico Bowl. Fresno State beats New Mexico State. New Mexico State becomes one of only four teams in history to ever go 10-5 and five in a college football season. Woo! Along with like a recent Hawaii team and pin from like the 1800s, it's great. I uh, I, I kind of realized this like what happened in, in during the game. I was just like, New Mexico State looks gassed. Like they started yeah. the game and they just looked, and I'm like, oh my god, this is their 15th game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I started to realize, I'm like, oh my god, Fresno had a bunch of people injured. But then they missed the Mountain West Championship game. And now everybody's back healthy. Like, they're starting quarterbacks healthy. They got everybody healthy. I'm like, oh, no, Mexico State's in trouble. Uh, and it wasn't necessarily too close. Um, I mean, I'm still going to give it up for New Mexico State for 10 wins and first season since 1960. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, they they beat Auburn. They, they did everything. And then Fresno did everything to just win this game. Like, they harassed. Diego Pavia the entire game he was running for his life uh and they could not establish like New Mexico could not establish anything on the ground could not establish and New Mexico State was just stifled the entire game so hats off to Fresno I know there was a bunch of Jerry Kill getting mad uh at New Mexico but yeah they're rivals uh there is some history with the Diego Pavia that needs to cool the fuck off for a while. Uh, and then also there is some history that happened last year right. with the basketball teams, which has resulted in a lot of, and then there was uh, like hazing programs and it's just like, yeah, let's, 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 let's cool that rivalry off for like a little bit there, um, which I know there's bad blood, uh, but hopefully, you know, that, that can cool down for a little bit and, and shout out to the, the interim coach for Fresno State. On the win, I mean, executed the perfect game plan. Uh, as like this he, was, this was the coach. This is exactly what you would want Fresno State to look like. This is their, 
when, when Fresno State works, this is exactly what it should yep. look like. Uh, and this is what they did. It was great. And they, I mean, the, the interim coach was just coaching for the bowl game due to Tedford's health issues. And, I mean, they look fantastic. Uh, New Mexico State really couldn't get much going. And, and Fresno just basically just warmed down at the end. Then the LA Bowl <laughs> brought to you by Gronk, Gronk. and 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 Starco Foods and Gronk's Starco vocal brands. coach Starco Brands. Sorry, Gronk. because not everything they make is edible. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> they have air. That's right. They, they they make air. They make like I think perfumes. Sure. There's yeah. a lot of different stuff. So well, this this was interesting, right? Because it's the it's the Starco Brands LA Bowl because. I think the biggest brand that they have right now is not something that can sponsor a bowl game, which was hinted at very strongly in their commercials. Um, if you watch this game, they had ads running that said like, Hey, we're Starco brands. Here are some of our products like Soylent and like this line of uh, fragrance. I forget what it was fragrance or perfume or something, but it was something that it was like, it's like, it's vegan and it's good for sensitive skin and, uh, all sorts of that. And there's also one other brand that we're not allowed to mention here, right? Like they they were um, kind of heavily hinting at what we all know to be the whip shots brought to you by Cardi B. Yes. Uh, but obviously, so you're not allowed to have any sort of like alcohol sponsorship for a actual bowl game. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've yes. banned that. Well, yeah. And in the past, I mean, we've had like the Bacardi Bowl, but um that is one of the rules. There are certain categories of products that are too sinful to sponsor bowl games, and alcohol is one of them. But every commercial that they had, it was like, hint, hint, there we have another product, but we can't tell you. Like, it's the forbidden product. Don't you want to know more? There was, there was like, one of the ads had Cardi B just, like, winking at you. It was, um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But I, I, I do this. have one... I do have one quibble. So I, I was I was down with the Starco brand side of it. And also the um the reaction I got from my parents in the other room when they heard a commercial for Soylent on TV was uh <laughs> Oh, a very di- very different vibe, I assume, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like the the tweet right about like finally we've created the I forget what it's called, like the thing from the science fiction story, don't create the thing, right? <laughs> we all we all read um, we all Everyone read that book, right? We all know how that story ended poorly, right? It's, it's yeah. made out of yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Oh wow! Spoiler alert. Right. Yeah. Whoa! But, whoa! Um, whoa! Got to one boss. <laughs> Great. So everybody's gonna think that Soil and Green's made out of. <laughs> 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 oh, I love this little world my, that we made for us. <laughs> my one quibble with with this bowl game: not enough Gronk. I missed like the opener of this. I like I didn't I didn't turn it on until like it had just kicked off. So I don't know. Maybe Gronk was so you more present in the pregame. You didn't hear it. Gronk. So the the FCS game was the 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 North Dakota State Montana was in overtime. So I missed the the very like beginning of this game. Okay. But All right, from... Jordan. I'm gonna send you a link. Yeah. Let, okay. Let so from from when I started watching, which was like midway through the first quarter till the end, I think we got like one interview for a couple minutes with Gronk in the third quarter and like there was some kind of b-roll of him playing football with kids going in and out of commercial and that was it and I was disappointed because like when Jimmy Kimmel hosted this bowl game like he was doing bits kind of like multiple times a quarter and like they were silly but 
they entertained me. They made me laugh. And, you know, in a world where there's 41 bowl games, like, I think it's cool when one of them does something different and, like, has fun on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. And I was just disappointed at the amount of Gronk in in this broadcast. I think there was there was not enough Gronk. Not enough We're going to now well. listen to Gronk singing the national anthem with friends. Oh, no. It's in there somewhere. Oh, just wait. Is enunciating so big? chords in there. I like this. <laughs> oh, it. <laughs> Listen, it's okay. It's okay, boss. It's okay. avant-garde i like it he just looks like he's trying so hard to remember the words the entire yeah. I'm gonna, time yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna chop that up and make some gronk face images for us he he looks like he has singing experience but it's a hundred percent karaoke yeah. yes definitely those are, those are the faces he makes during sex right <laughs> <laughs> i mean probably but i didn't probably. need that mental image I mean, I, I would wonder if he also sings that song during sex. There's another version of it that has his mic up a lot more. Yeah, I, I posted There's one. There's only 37 uh, seconds of it. I posted it, but one yeah. on, in, in oh, the, uh, oh, let me, let me the chat. That. Yeah. I, the, one, the one thing I'll say it, with, that I noticed in the, the video we just had, which of course this is a podcast, but um, is that <laughs> it was all very tight shots on the people singing, mm -hmm. which... I mean, I remember back to the NBA All-Star game with Fergie, mm -hmm. where probably the funniest part of the video is they keep they kept cutting back between Fergie and like celebrities and players. Yeah. And like everyone's trying to be like, this is the national anthem. I cannot laugh at the national anthem. <laughs> and and the 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 camera people, the the broadcast was smart enough to avoid that conundrum here. Uh, here we go. Here's a shorter clip of the better mix. Watching the woman next to him try to rescue him is my favorite she part. She tried so hard. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Was this mic even on? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> okay, I can't. Okay, one okay, guy standing totally next to him trying to like conduct. He is, he's conducting it. He's, he's my, doing his uh, best. This, this basically proved my theory that he is Slurms McKenzie. Yes. Wim, mm -hmm. Wimity wham wham wazzle. 
but he's yeah, totally slurping the mic. There's there's a video of him doing doing the whip shots and dancing. He's going nuts on the side and stuff. There's the Cardi B, and he's got he's got whip shots all over his face. Um, there was the specialty drink menu that they had. Uh, there is, I mean, everything was just like you know Gronk, Gronk's cooler, Sons of Westwood, hold that line. Everything was add vanilla whip shots to it. Uh, he raced the T dog for Boise yeah. State. He did that. Uh, he broke up a fight between. He broke up a fight between. Uh, both mascots, yeah. Uh, none, none of this stuff like made the broadcast. I think no. the, the mascot fight—that's the, the crazy part—was B-roll. It, but like none of they didn't. They just posted it on social media. On the broadcast. They were yeah. just posting it on social media. And I was like, why are they not showing this on the broadcast? It made no I, sense. It's like, why did I even tune in? Well, I mean, you know, UCLA, the Boise State was up big, like sixteen-seven, and then UCLA came back and and they won that game. Uh, wins their first UCLA. bowl game under Chip Kelly. That's right. Chip Kelly wins yes. his first bowl game since the 2012 Fiesta Bowl. That's right. Well, it was funny. It was funny because UCLA, they had their one quarterback in, and then he went out with an injury, and they put their other quarterback in that was, like, apparently better. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, okay. Like, like that was the turning point in the game. UCLA was struggling until they switched quarterbacks. And I, like, I don't know the whole background on the UCLA quarterback situation. It seems like there's a lot going on there this season that I haven't been able to keep up with, but um, yeah, they just put in like the guy who was, I guess the backup for the bowl game. And it was like, Oh, well now their offense is good. And then last but not least the independence bowl in Shreveport. I, for some reason had memory hold the fact that that stadium is not used for anything else. (laughs) Like it's used for high school games, yeah. But there's not like a football team, like a college football team that plays in Shreveport. Nope. So it is. Not it is, yet. Yeah. I mean that it is. That was the same awesome stadium for the Shreveport Pirates. Yes, it in was. In the CFL, so that's why their end zones are bigger. You can see the yeah. outside of it. The the minute I got into range of that stadium, my phone goes down. Data dead, and I had not pulled up my parking pass yet. Oh no. oh no! And I'm like, okay, but I have time. I got to the game an hour early. I was within two miles of the game an hour before kick. And I start being like, well, I can't quite get this way. And then a cop tells me, just like pulls it from me, goes, you can't go that way anymore. People were going that way. The cop tells me that like I'm done at that point. Okay, cool. I'll go another way. This happened to me three goddamn times. Oh no! I was the next person to cross an intersection, and a cop stopped me. I almost missed kick. <laughs> Trying to get around the fairgrounds in Shreveport. <laughs> Wow. I finally got in there, got to the press box. It was great. Had a blast. Uh, the game was just chaotic and like chaotic as hell, which is what I wanted. Uh, Texas Tech was bringing out basically everything. They ran the Kansas City little circle dance, little, what do you call that? Like the snow globe where you run in the circle and then like run to the line. It was great. They were, they were fucking running out everything. I got to meet Oski. It was wonderful. He carries his little drinking tube in his pocket. <laughs> it's on him at all times. It's wonderful. Both the cow band and the tech band was there. The tech band and cow band sounded great. Shout out to our listeners who are in the tech band that I know of a few of them, at least who were tweeting me from the stands. First off, I don't know. They let you use your phones in the stands, sir. That's okay. 
You should not be allowed. I don't know what kids these days do. I didn't realize uh, you were a narc, Jordan. Yeah, apparently so. But uh, yeah, it sounded great. The The stadium is weirdly proportioned. Like it's built on a very human scale in terms of it's just like a bowl, but the bowl reaches up very tall on the sides. It's very vertical. It's hard to describe, uh, but it was Shreveport as hell. I had a great time. Thank you, Independence Bowl, for letting me come and chill with y'all. Uh, Texas Tech sort of, it was close for about a quarter and a half, and Texas Tech just sort of ran away with it. Yeah, then then everybody just started turning the ball over back and forth. Oh, then, then the last great. like the last quarter, everyone forgot how to play fucking play football. It was great. It was just like the cow quarterback. Uh, uh, this game started perfectly, where the cow kicker slipped on the kickoff, uh, and then the Texas Tech returner fumbled it, and that the cow kicker that fell on his ass was the one that recovered the fumble. So that that was perfect, perfect Shreveport. Which mm-hmm. I mean, there couldn't have been a better start to the bowl game. Welcome to the Independence Bowl. Yeah, there was a lot of turnovers. It was ridiculous. I think the Cal QB, which I think relatively uh, new QB, uh, like young QB, horrible game in the fourth quarter, just running for his life. And then it looks like he's trying to throw the ball away in the ground, but he misses that throw and throws it right to like the Texas Tech linebacker for like one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. It was, and it he was, was, he threw it. He was like, I was brutal. trying to throw it. How did I can't believe? Like, it was just that bad of a game. It was, it was, it was ridiculous for them. It was not an ideal game whatsoever for Cal. Uh, I mean, they were doing great. And then I don't know what happened. Like, Texas Tech's defensive line just gelled out of nowhere. They were missing that, a like, bunch. To say that Texas Tech line pushed Cal around, which is a weird fucking sentence yeah. to say but is indicative of where those two teams are right now. Uh, It was, it was a lot of fun. Glad I got to go to Shreveport. Excited to go back down to your home. Let's do, let's sell some shit first. First off, let's sell ourselves for $5 a month. You can come yell at us in in discord. Uh, $5 a month gets you access to our Patreon, which gets you access to our discord, which gets you access to live chat during games, as well as uh, commission's corner, which is our special podcast where commission talks about all sorts of fun things like the poultry bowl. I did get to throw in a little bit of the chicken dance into that most recent recording. I was very happy about that because I love the chicken dance. <laughs> then we also have our merch store, sickoscommittee.org. We are going to have some back-to-back Sickos Committee champion shirts going up pretty soon when I get a design finalized. Yeah, we've, we've had a, a bunch of people asking for our shirts that way, and we're trying to design shirts for uh, you Hawkeye fans. That are not going to get us sued. That are to not going to get us sued. Um, so there, there'll be the colors involved, but we're going to try to get creative to get around, uh, that. So there, there will be some shirts for that. Black the and Hawk yellow, guy. black and yellow, black and yellow, black exactly. and yellow. Black and yellow. That is correct. Uh, shout out to Sickos, uh, shout out to Message Board Genius's podcast. Commission's going on that tomorrow night. Yes. So it should be fun. We also have our YouTube channel and our Instagram, our Substack, and as always, Homefield Apparel for the softest, best collegiate clothing that is licensed by schools it is the good brand for, use offer code yes ha 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 yes that's three ha's for 15 percent off your first order they just dropped a texas volleyball championship shirt which is great and a bunch of other stuff so yeah go do that i don't, I don't even know what they're doing for what it's on their 12 days of christmas I mean, no 12 days of christmas is over oh, it's over uh, yeah. 
because we are coming up towards the uh, order shipping deadline. Yeah, by the time you're listening to this, it probably has passed. If I had same, to guess, same with get, our get store. A gift card. Same with our get store. You could buy stuff from our store and then just blame us for yeah. being horrible at shipping. So if you it's haven't got anything, with- like just buy from us and say it, it's all the sickos' fault. I should have never ordered from these sickos. Uh, you know, it's their fault. They're horrible at shipping and they're no good at business. They're definitely not professionals. And you should really take them seriously when they tweet about wanting college game day to go to the independence bowl. So yes, uh, this is, this is one thing. One, one thing I had to do here, Jordan, uh, I, I, so you, you, you're in Shreveport and it's like 1130 at night and you have like a, what, a three hour drive to get home. Yeah. About three and a half. Yeah. Three, three and a half. Right. So you didn't get home until like 3am. Right. Yeah. All right. So the last name of our podcast was the Hotels of Shreveport. Our our master spreadsheeter Kevin said he's been singing that that title of the podcast to the theme song of Werewolves of London. <laughs> oh, yes, so uh, one of our our Discord members wanted me to sing that uh, for this podcast. I don't I don't know why, but he wanted me to go Hotels of Shreveport. Yeah. So uh, there you go, Kevin. Yeah. Shout out to to the Discord member. I believe it was Cajun Killer that wanted me to do that. Now let's move on. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We're so good at transitions. Oh, this We're is so no, good. This is, you can't really transition off of that. We have our Sickos Bowl Bonanza. Oh, yeah. Here are the rules. Basically, we're going to go over the bowl games in as details we feel like we don't need to. And then we're going to talk about whether we want to swap out the city, the bowl sponsor, the bowl name, or the stadium that they're in. Yes. And that's what we're going to do. That's right. We Our first game, one that uh, Pit Girl is going to. Yeah. As a, not, not, as, not as media because the press box is so damn small. As a civilian. Yes. Going to the Military Bowl in Annapolis. This is Virginia Tech and Tulane. I assume you're going as a huge Hokie fan this time, correct? Oh, yeah, definitely. That That is very in character for me. <laughs> so she'll be rubbing our, rubbing our beloved Green Wave there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is coaching Tulane in this game? Uh, I think it's still Slade Nagel. Uh, I just got a, a word that Michael Pratt, the starting QB, is opting out to go prepare Aww. for the draft. Oh, uh, fair, but, but the backup quarterback uh, played a couple times this year, so hopefully yeah, it's did. not too far uh, it, unless they entered the transfer portal, which I cannot keep up with. That's okay. I, don't I will play quarterback for our beloved Greenway That's right. if it comes down to it. I still have all of my eligibility. That's right. She's shifty, too. Very shifty. She's. I, I believe we decided that you you would be a very good uh, libretto. No, what's the name of the libretto? <laughs> Libero, uh, Libero, yes. yeah. That is the only volleyball position I am tall enough to play. Yes. Watching the, it was Nebraska, I believe. The libero who's like five six mm-hmm. go up and give like a big team hug and pat to these girls, these women who are like six foot four and above. That yeah. was, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Beth's height right there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that feels right. Four foot six. Yes, Beth. <laughs> this is a non-sponsored no sorry this is not a non-sponsored this is no, the, this go, is the bowling go bowling bowl. the go bowling bowl the website that tells you how to go bowling and yes. where to go bowling Beth, mm-hmm. do you want to spend like two minutes and tell us why candlepin bowling is way better than tin pen uh no but i will spend 10 minutes telling you why duck pin duck, bowling duck, is duck the pin. best Shit, is the sorry. best type of bowling period okay go for it what the hell is duck so pin duck pin 
Duck pin bowling is a type of bowling that was very popular in both Baltimore and Pittsburgh in uh, the first half of the 20th century. Um, and still for a while after that, my grandfather was the city champion of Pittsburgh for duck pin bowling for okay. a decade. Um, and Puddle's very first job was as a pin boy, because back in the day, you didn't have a machine that reset the pins. You had a small child that sat on a ledge behind the bowling and tried not to get hit by the ball. That was Puddle's job. So... Duck pin bowling. Duck pins are tiny, tiny, tiny pins. They're short and they're fat and they have like a little rubber band around the end. Um, there has never been a 300 game bowled with duck pins ever. Hmm. Um, and the ball that that is played with is about the size of a handball and has no holes in it. So so it's it's like ski ball. It's like ski ball, hmm. but more chaos. Okay. So now I yes. kind of want to I kind of want to do this. Duck pin there bowling. are still duck pin lanes. Um, in the Pittsburgh area. And if we all go to the brawl, we all need to go duck pin bowling. It's There's important. one in Texas. Hey, there we go. An upscale bowling lounge. I, I've heard that it's making a comeback because it's hard to find like people and companies that will service bowling stuff now. Right. Because like, think about how like much mechanical stuff's going on mm -hmm. in a bowling alley. Mm -hmm. Like it's hard to, just straight up like find people, find companies to service all that and maintain it. And so Duckman Bowling is is actually making a comeback. Hmm. Yep. Uh, I would emotionally like to keep the like to keep Go Bowling as our sponsor here. I'm fine yes. with that. I this is a very good sponsor. Uh do we want to change the name of the uh, do we want to change the We have a couple of sponsors that are probably safe in this week's Yeah, yeah I think so too. Yeah. Uh, are we going are we going to keep anything else about this game? I would like to roll the name of the bowl game. Yeah, I'm, okay. a military bowl seems kind of like blah. Let's give it We've a little been bit. Anti the military industrial I mean, complex I think, throughout. Bowl I think season. I have got the audio working. Okay. Let's see what happens. Yay! Yay! We can hear the stream. One of our one of our podcast friends. Oh, sweet charity. Dot com charity bowl. Now, are we keeping it in Annapolis at Navy Stadium? I I like Annapolis, but. The stadium just doesn't have a big enough press box. Okay, so it doesn't. They wouldn't let Pit Girl in. So that's true. It's all right. I mean, they forget so forget the... that they wouldn't let me in when I was actually covering <laughs> the sport, like for the college radio station, like like and actively they... calling the game. Yeah, yeah. They they. Pour a We're all about to find out That's today. That's got to be Japanese. That's got to be Kodakuan yes. Stadium. That's got to be that Japanese. It's it is Tokyo. in Tokyo. It's a baseball stadium where the uh, Yamamuri <clears throat> Giants used to play. Yes. From 1937. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. We love a oh, it, it was home stadium. to the Ham Fighters. Yes. Oh, the, our beloved Nippon Ham Fighters. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Done. Love it. Well, Done. It's, the, it's the, the Nippon Ham Fighters. They're not the Ham Fighters. No, it's the Nippon Ham Fighters. <laughs> I'll, Listen, I'll I've been it. waging the war against Ham for years, and I'm pleased to have allies in this fight. <laughs> Our next bowl is another one that we have someone going to. Beth is going to the Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Absolutely. Carolina versus West Virginia. And how are your beloved Tar Heels going to do, Beth? <laughs> um, no, uh, the Tar Heels are going to do a little bit better now that we know that C.J. Donaldson will not be participating in this bowl game. Yes. So it's fine. We didn't really need what little offense we had. No, it's fine. <laughs> You know, uh, if you uh, lose this game, Mac Brown gets mayo on him. Which is, I mean, that's great too. Yep. So even has, if you has lose, he said he would do it. Yeah. He did. Even if you lose, you still win. 
Beth, mm-hmm. but okay, but Beth, do you do you want to see Mac Brown get mayo dumped, or do you want to see Neil Brown get mayo dumped? So the plus side of Mac Brown getting mayo dumped is that then I get to watch Neil Brown's life get shortened in real time. Mm. In the post game handshake, and Mac Brown is covered in mayonnaise, which are both wonderful things. Um, but if Neil, if it happens to Neil Brown then that will create a whole bunch of, of videos that will probably make certain members of my family very uncomfortable to watch. And that's also very good. Now, Beth, hmm? you are going to go with a, please go with an EpiPen because I have to. Okay. Cause <laughs> I, 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 we've, we've everyone's podcast. This everyone's, this is someone's first podcast, of course. And our beloved, our beloved Beth is uh, allergic to eggs. Yep. Like very allergic to eggs. Yeah, yeah my throat will close. And this... Duke's mayo, while being a wonderful thing, has is is made of egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this um, is but... the Beth Poison Bowl. Yeah, yep. and we're sending her. Yeah, we've joked for years about me going to this thing, and well, here we are. We have never told you time makes fools of time makes fools of fools of us all. I yeah the the I, I'm very terrified of of what I spoke into this podcast. Of, of it coming true. Now you mentioned that you have two EpiPens. Now I'm just seeing Tubby with two now coming <laughs> after you. <laughs> I rewatched I rewatched Pulp Fiction when I couldn't sleep the other night. And I had that moment. I can't sleep. Let's watch <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I've, what I've the hell, man? I've seen it a bunch of times. Like It's, just, it's, it's like soothing? Really? Get out of yeah. here. That movie and is so, not soothing. <laughs> so Beth, like on the floor with Tubby, like holding the adrenaline needle over her jamming it to her heart <laughs> of course please don't please don't use EpiPens by jamming them into someone's heart okay, that's not yeah, how you, put it, you put it in the side and it gets you the little beep and you just launch it in yeah it's fine yes also it's very important to make sure that you circle it with a sharpie marker and write down the date and time so when it starts growing again because you haven't gone to a hospital yeah <laughs> remember that if you have to end up using an EpiPen on someone they still have to go to the hospital because mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. You've just you've just delayed the reaction. You've not stopped it. Yep, it's a later problem now. Now it's a problem for future them. Future Tubby, Tubby this now driving. Yeah. Tubby, yeah. Tubby now today. driving the ambulance to take Beth to the hospital. <laughs> Tubby, Tubby's Tubby, the cart on the field, Marshawn Lynch style. Tubby, <laughs> Tubby, and the musketeer have Beth head and foot, like dragging her out of the car, getting her into the did ER. Did you call him a musketeer? I, I mean, did. He did have a musket. <laughs> does uh-huh. the west virginia musketeer no that's a mouse kicker. That's totally- <laughs> i'm just picturing tubby with like, I do. The ambulance lights on top of his lid <laughs> you have to get tubby's, you have to tubby's get the got, picture of uh was it a heelys Tubby is the ambulance actually you gotta get a picture of tubby and you have to let him know that even though he's poisoned you still love him okay so, so we're keeping Duke, Duke's Mayo. We're not touching. The Duke's, Duke's Mayo is there. Maybe we need a bowl name because Duke's yes. Mayo is that. So we need Duke's yeah. Mayo Something blank bowl. bowl. Yes. Here we go. Duke's Mayo cherry bowl. <laughs> oh God! What a cursed mm. side dish. Uh, yes, done. I, I like, I like the concept of Duke's Mayo cherry. Like cherry flavor. <laughs> like cherry Duke's A Duke's Mayo oh, it's, mix it's machine. New, du- new Duke. Duke's Mayo Code Red. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. What no, else? Yeah, no. Imagine 
Imagine like a Duke's Mayo freestyle. Yes, oh yes, yes. Oh, my oh. God. oh Does anybody else remember the like fun colored squeeze bottle uh, margarine from the early two thousands? Oh the yeah, ke- it was like purple. The ketchup, was yeah. Purple? yeah, there's purple ketchup and like green and Wait, yeah. Does Wisconsin still have pink margarine? Ooh, I don't know. So the Dairy Council of Wisconsin. Uh, had a war against margarine that is very entertaining and you should read about um and one of the rules was that all margarine had to be dyed bright pepto-bismol pink inside uh, of wisconsin 67 there's a 67 yeah there's a 99 percent invisible episode about this wonderful yep of course there's a very good stuff you missed in history class about it as well highly recommend hi there um, this is invisible i'm roman mars i i I would like to move this bowl to somewhere where mayonnaise is even more troubling in December. Oh, God. Here we go. So the stadium's okay? Yeah, I like like Bank of America Stadium. Stadium's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's a nice stadium. I've been there. Me too. Uh, Atlanta. Uh, Okay, we'll leave it in Atlanta. I guess it's not that cold. It's it's fairly cold there now. At Bofa Stadium? Bofa. Bank of America. More like Bofa D Stadium. I'm gonna roll again. I don't like Atlanta. Okay. I'm in charge. Osaka, Japan. Great. <laughs> it's now it's now QP Mayo. Oh, now now we have so many more masks. You understand? So uh, the Cherry Bowl in Osaka, Japan. It's beautiful. Y- you're it's gonna, like oh Sakura, this is the Sakura Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a bowl full of cherry blossoms. That's right. And the mayonnaise. Duke's Mayo yeah. Cherry Blossom. And Look, he has garlanded himself in cherry blossoms. But how many more mascots can we get now that it's in Japan? Oh, we're going to get all the mascots. All the mascots. So every single type of Dukes is about to have their own mascot. Yes. yes. Tubby would be Tubby Ooh. would be like the happiest person on earth. I mean, we got we Dukes. Get Dukes get with... Cheetan too. Cheetan would show up. Oh they all man, show up. we got Dukes wasabi mayo. Mm. I love. Okay, this I'm loving. This. Okay. Next. We've, we've made a very good we bowl did. game I can no longer go to. I don't even know the, who's going to win it, but whatever. The Holiday Bowl in... No, we're not. That's not our joke. We can't use it as much as you wanted to. Oh. I played that song yep. for my son. And and I drive him to school. It's like 0.8 miles away because he doesn't want to walk. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I drive him and that song finished by the time we got... To, like, even before we got to school. It's that short of a song. Y'all... It's no longer the San Diego County Credit Union uh, Holiday Bowl. Boo. The credit union that, if my money were there, I'd, been su- I'd be super happy about this. But it's no longer that. It's now done by DirecTV. Ugh. Aww. Well, it used to. Sponsor. Now, do you guys know where this game is played? Petco Park. Yes. San Diego State has a beautiful new stadium. But they are locked into contract with a baseball stadium for right. a while. Petco Good. Park. We're leaving it there. We love a baseball stadium. We do. I, I will say the, the baseball stadium is more downtown than the football stadium is. I like how you said that, downtown. Downtown. Just like that, I'm that really guy hoping that when their contract ends with Petco that they have to move it to the aircraft carrier. <laughs> Whatever aircraft carrier is just parked offshore. Yeah. It is. It's right mm-hmm. there. There is one. Yeah. Right there. Oh, is there? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, they should just play it on the beach. I'm definitely going to want a new bowl sponsor. New here. bowl sponsor, yes. yes. I, that's not I'm good with almost everything else here. No, I don't want Eagle Bang. No, I like that's not Jared, I'll be Jared. <laughs> Jared Holiday Bowl. 
Holiday. Jared Holiday. They went, they went yeah, to the Jared the... Holiday Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, little known awful. fact, it's not actually the jewelry retailer. It's just some guy named Jared. Well, yes. uh, but, not the, but not the one you're thinking of. Not the one you're thinking of. Not the one you're thinking of. Yeah, no, not the one who's like... notoriously photographed in a Penn State t-shirt. No. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus Ooh. Christ. Jesus Christ. We're going on. Uh, I like, we're leaving the stadium. We're leaving the city. Everything else is fine. Uh, oh, I didn't even talk about that shit. Uh, this is <laughs> this is Louisville and USC, two teams that had very interesting seasons that are going to try to come to terms with their futures. Uh, Louisville definitely on the up. USC definitely on the, I don't know. Pickerel, are you ready for your transitive win against USC? So ready. I I don't, I, I don't know, man. This is, this is also the Fox Bowl. They're one and only. Yeah, it's their only bowl. It's on so, Fox. Yeah, and and all by and, itself. And the thing is, they've they've cross scheduled, or I believe ESPN dropped the Texas Bowl on top of this. We'll talk about it in a second, which is A and M and Oklahoma State, a much more I think interesting bowl game in terms of just teams. Oh yeah, but Holiday Bowl is the Duke's Mayo Bowl is going to be in like its eighth overtime by then. Oh yeah, absolutely for sure. At that point, Beth will be so just like be out of it. She'll just having to be t- taken away from the mayo. I'm already you ready. Can't eat that, Beth. I'm already ready for the tweet if it goes into overtime. It is mayo overtime. Very I'm nice. Sorry. Just like you can't spell OT without Montana, and I messed that up too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm trying to but then, carry. But then, a but then you got. Tweet. But then you got. You got. You can't spell two OTs without. You can't spell I OT twice without. Yeah, I was like, you can't. You can't spell. <laughs> North Dakota State <laughs> and Montana without we're trying so hard. OTs. I love it. It works. Okay, so we're leaving everything else there because I like the rest of that rest of that. San Diego needs more bowl games. Add a second one. Bring the points set bowl back. Next, the Texas Bowl. Texas A and M and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma and then decided to peace out for the rest of the season. Relatable. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Lots of teams. Got their six wins and just decided to peace out. That's fine. Uh, Commission and I are going to go see one of those teams on on Tuesday night. Love you, Marshall. Well, they had to wait till their uh, last no, game to get it. Oh, they won five and then like, like right, right. Yeah. They won five and then just fucked around. They had to, to beat the vaunted Arkansas State offense to get their sixth. You guys can sit with Doc Holliday. Hey. So... I like the fact that this game is interesting to me because this is sort of Texas A&M's last vestiges of the Jimbo Fisher administration. Just getting the rest of the poison out. I mean, it won't be, but this is at least like the death throes and Oklahoma state that beat Oklahoma, kept them out of a big 12 title game, went to a big 12 title game, Oklahoma state. And it's now playing in the Texas bowl against Texas A&M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it takes normal. Kinds. I have no idea what is going to show up for Oklahoma State because I mean they lost to South Alabama, they you know they they beat Oklahoma, they lost forty five three to UCF, <laughs> they they beat BYU in double OT. Uh, I yeah. mean nothing makes sense with this team, but I, I am I- incredibly fascinated to watch them. This is sponsored by Tax Act again. No, yeah. done. No, no tax software. Get no. out of my face. Okay, so we are spinning for a sponsor. Maybe Tax Slayer. Yeah, we only yeah. like the cool tax software. Yeah. Oh, we're not Hancock, we're not Hancock, John Hancock Bank either. Yeah, no. 
I think we already got that one. I think so too. Yeah. I will take this though. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, yeah. I had to redo these. Okay. Perfect. Done. Done. Block, the Blockbuster Texas Bowl. Perfect. I will, I will keep Texas Bowl, but I would like to also change the city. Okay, perfect. Okay. Just to see if we get a different just so we get I'm fine with is it is it like uh NRG Stadium, what is it in, called now? Energy Stadium. Ner- you don't say you don't say it in RG. It's supposed to be like energy. It's a company. Uh, I'm not giving them that swag. Okay. <laughs> Where are we going to put the Texas Bowl? Yep. Perfect. Offenbach am Main, Germany. Visats Texas Bowl? They wouldn't show up Honestly, to it, too. I, I guarantee oh, yeah, you. So, the Germans so would I love could this. Totally see, I could totally see somewhere overseas having a bowl game and just calling it like Texas Bowl is like, oh yeah, that's where they play football. Like, yeah. hmm? Ooh, can I you're, show can I show you you're Offenbach? Spielen Gern, Texas. Can I show you Offenbach on mine's flag and coat of arms? Because it's great. Drop it in yes, the chat. Please. We love flags. We do love flags. As established at the top of the show. Yeah. Let's talk about flags, baby. Ooh. It's great. Ooh. Uh, it is it is on a blue shield, white acorns and oak. And it is wonderful. I love it. German flags and, and, and city seals are great for the most part. Next game, the Fenway Bowl. I believe it is still sponsored by not the food, but the wasabi. company Wasabi. Yeah. yeah, Wasabi, not that one. Yes, Wasabi, not that one. Although I've, I have I have these dreams. When I get around my friend who I drank for net with and <laughs> go hang out places, she starts talking to me and to be like, we should just go be farmers somewhere. She's one of those people that like gets me into that mindset. And we started looking up how much money we can make growing wasabi in Oregon. And y'all, we can make bank growing wasabi. Okay. Yeah, because all the wasabi in this country is not wasabi. It's right. just weird dyed horseradish. Real wasabi is expensive mm-hmm. and, and can only be grown in certain places. Hmm. So, yeah. If we ever yeah, need our like compound... If- if Pit Girl and I were smart and we decided that we really wanted to make bank, what we should do is run around and gather mushrooms. Mm. PA, sneaky good place to do that. You you oh. might be able to get obnoxiously Pit Boyfriend in on that. Different mm. mushrooms. As established, Am- different kinds of mushrooms. <laughs> no, no. He would, be, he would do the food mushrooms, too. Okay. Amateur mycology. <laughs> uh, so what do we like about this bowl? This first off, SMU Boston College. Home game for Boston College, basically. This feels... I mean... Uh, Boston's big, but it's not that big. Uh, can we also take a second? I just want to point out that next season, this is a conference game. Yeah, oh. it is. Oh, my God. Oh, now it's Jordan's turn to make the scrunch face. That that one got me. Yeah, was, I was not expecting that. Um, yeah. This this is throwing me off because last year. Just the perfect cultural fit. Last year, the, the Fenway Bowl was like the first weekend of games. Yes. And then now the Fenway Bowl is on twelve twenty eight after christmas like after christmas like i don't even know what type of promotion this fenway bowl got but this is ridiculous honestly for this fenway bowl uh i assume that they put the fenway bowl on the same day as the pinstripe bowl just so they could be like yeah. it's red Sox yankees, red Sox, yankees. Bowl season. we go from well last- we go from fenway to the pinstripe bowl yeah, last year the Fenway Bowl had to happen super early because there was an NHL game being played at Fenway uh, as well. 
and oh, I they were winter classic. Mm-hmm. So so they had that that the bowl game got bumped up to like as early as possible to give them as then, much time to transition from oh my to God. transition the baseball stadium from hosting a football game to hosting a base or hosting. Can a you imagine game. how pissed off their groundskeeper was by like the beginning of January? Mm-hmm. And then the I assume he was just like spouting Irish curses to anyone who would listen. The Fenway Bowl also had got canceled. Like this twice is the, before this it happened. Yeah, this is the second year of the. This is the second Fenway Bowl in its fourth year. Yeah, yeah. the second fourth annual <laughs> Fenway Bowl. Something like that. Yes. Uh, so okay, I I don't like Wasabi. The new sponsor. The yeah. I, this sucks. This sucks. Mm. I I like any sponsor where you have to say no, not that one. Yeah, me too. No, but I respect. I, I don't love crypto. No, I don't like mainstay. I assume that's the bad fruit company for one. It's a tire. Perfect. I I do want to leave it as the Fenway Bowl in Fenway Park, but I do want to change the city. Yes. Okay. Yes. Can we change? Can we give it a name to? Or you want to leave it to the Fenway Bowl in Fenway, but not move it out of Boston? Yes. Let's 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 give it. We're going to give it a new bowl name. I'm going to give it a new bowl name. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the fire San Francisco Bowl in in Fenway at, at Fe- yeah Fenway. at Fenway and let's move the city. Watch it. Give us we'll put it somewhere that it will actually be appreciated. Boston. Seattle. Wonderful. Congrats for moving Fenway to Seattle. Welcome to the Mad Libs uh, Bowl. Yeah, that was perfect. I feel bad for SMU. Like they have to go play six and six Boston College in Boston yep. after winning the American. This is some bullshit. <laughs> the winner of this game should dump Clam Chowder on their coach. Yep, guaranteed. They have it at Fenway. They do serve it there. This mm-hmm. this game is eleven a.m. local too. It's like, wow, brutal. Yeah, gross. The Pinstripe Bowl. We have Rutgers versus Miami. Where people from New Jersey go to college and where people from New Jersey retire. So you have lots of strong connections there. This is going to be at 115 on ESPN on that same day, the 28th. That's the Saturday. Man, hey, you know what? These are two teams that if you told me that next year they're going to be. The- I had a moment where I was like, are they going to be in the same conference next year? I wasn't sure. Bring back the, the Big, Big East. The Big East is back. Right. That's that's my brain. This is a Big East banger, as always. Uh, I... I'm willing to swap out whatever here, except for the sponsor, which is, of course, Bad Boy Mowers. Which I, I, it are mow with attitude. They have things like the hold up. I gotta get the. I gotta get the names of what they use. Uh, the Compact Outlaw, the Renegade Diesel, the Rogue, the Rebel X, the Maverick, the Revolt, the Raider, and the Gas Push Mower. Tag yourself. I'm the Gas Push Mower. They have an E series now. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Bad boy went electric. Uh, went woke. Bad boy went woke. Oh my god! I would like to propose that we roll for bowl name and city, but keep it. Uh, it is canon that we, as a podcast, always want to keep them in the baseball stadium. That's right. That yeah. is true. Yes. Okay, so let's change the bowl name. Bowl name. So instead of the pinstripe bowl, it is the bad boy mowers. Booby kill bowl. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> And it's going to be in... Where are we going? Not New York, folks. 
Carbondale, <laughs> Illinois. There's more to mow there, probably. probably. The Illinois of New York. The, the Illinois of New York. Jesus Christ. Nope. Perfect. Next up, the Pop Tarts Bowl. We'll have people on the ground here for this too. I think Katie's going to this one. I believe. Uh, yes, Katie's uh, going. I requested credentials. I don't know if I'll get them. I think she. I think she's as good. She's she going, going anyway. She got tickets. I wanted to see if I can get her on the field to, to see the, the bite. See, see the bite of the Pop Tart. And this and is get, this get is going to have information. An edible mascot, yes. or at least an edible chunk of a mascot. Edible chunk. This is NC State. Why is that worse than an entirely edible mascot? Can we just take know. a second to talk about how edible chunk of a mascot is objectively worse? It is. Make sure you only bite the gooshy bit. <laughs> That's I mean, why it's any, worse. Any bit's gooshy if you bite hard enough. Stop, I would stop. invite you to go bite a brick and test that theory. Like, well, I'm I'm thinking like because there's a person inside there. So if you just keep biting, it's you're going to get to more gooshy bits. It's the, it's the pop tart cannibal bowl, right? Uh, cannibal. No, when they said okay. when there's, they said there's, the, a, there's a giant toaster on this in in the middle of the field, and you cook the mascot. When they said the mascot was edible, I was like, man, is that that mascot's it, the, the entire mascot is an edible? Can we move this to Donner Pass? Like <laughs> that, we would have to move the bowl to Colorado. For yeah, that. we would. You know, or Washington. Mm-hmm. So legalize it. Bowl, legalize pop tarts. This needs a bowl game name. Yes. Okay. Because pop tarts is a good. Pop-Tarts yeah, is a good, good sponsor. sponsor. We want to keep. I don't it. know. I don't know. I'm not a pop tarts fan. Well, it, it's fine. Whatever. It's. We'll get pop tarts a bowl chance. again. Oh, no presidential cup more lame, Max. That was kind of funny. The Pop-Tarts presidential cup. There we go. We already Pop-Tarts got blue yeah. bonnet Did bowl. Did we already do one? Okay, we already we have did. a blue, do- blue bonnet bowl. Yeah, we do. Yep. You have never cleaned up this wheel. No, we already have a the chameleon Pop-Tarts bowl. The Pop-Tarts 1948 chameleon bowl. Perfect. The Pop-Tarts poultry bowl. <laughs> Their most challenging Pop-Tarts. Flavor. Like Pop-tarts. you're in Boston. Pop-Tarts. Pop-tarts. Paltry bowl. Uh, hey, mom, bring me one of the turkey pop tots. <laughs> in Orlando, uh, this is this is at the Citrus Gravy Bowl, flavored. I believe. <laughs> this is at the Citrus Bowl, I believe, which I am fine leaving it there yeah, in Orlando because I like that. It's yeah, fun. it's fine. The yep. pop tarts, poultry bowl. It's gravy flavor. Another bowl will have people at the Alamo Bowl. What? You're going to be there, Commissioner. Oh, well, yeah, I got approved this year. <laughs> third time, third <laughs> time's a charm. I forgot about that. Third time's a charm. It's real now. <laughs> yes. Arizona versus Oklahoma. Oh, I cannot real... wait for this game. It's going to be a banger. It this is, is exciting. Look, look. Although, although Dylan Gabriel is, is out. I am, I am, look, Oklahoma fans are like, like stressed about this game, but then they're, they're still talking a lot of trash to Arizona fans. And like Arizona's like hyped for this game. Uh, so I, I feel like, and then the Alamo Bowl is just chaos incarnate. Like, no matter what happens there, uh, I, I'm excited to be able to go to that one. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to have a good time. It's just going to be myself because it's going to be too late. And then there's no kids allowed in the press box. So it is commission are we, unchanged. Are we going to leave Valero? No. I'm, just I'm down with leaving them because they've, no. no, they've been a sponsor for so long. Like, it's, I just, just I'm a like, gas yeah, station, cool man. Yeah, I, I'm spending yes. for, I'm spending for them. Let's get a, this something new. I don't know this. Perfect. Magic Jack. Magic Jack. The Magic oh, Jack. I haven't thought about that in a while. Yeah, Magic Jack this was, to me is like was fake. Uh, like this fake long as he's calling. Yeah, this is this is the top bowl game for me in terms of like 
just like, oh, like this is a good bowl game, you know? Like Big Twelve Pac Twelve has always been a great game. Like that's this is always a yeah, great game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these these teams specifically and like this bowl game always gets a pretty good matchup. Oklahoma got screwed by the committee. I mean, they should have been in a New Year's Six Bowl. They're better than a lot of teams that got selected for New Year's Six Bowls. But, you know, that's their loss and the Alamo Bowls gain. And, you know, this is uh, – it should be an exciting one. I, I am willing to – I love the Alamo Bowl and I love the Alamo Dome. Not the Alamo Bowl. Sorry, Brian. the Dome. Although, if you wanted to move it to Alamo Stadium, nah. which is like the janky high school stadium nearby, I'd be down with that. But we'll leave it at the Alamo Dome for now. I want to leave it in San Antonio, too, because it's all like we're pro San Antonio Bowls. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we leave that there. We'll it is it difficult there. to improve upon the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. I, I do love, though, that Magic Jack has become their sponsor because I'm good. pretty sure. Ma- oh, Magic Jack still exists? It does. Is there even still oh a God, use case for Magic Jack? Okay. Yes, but is. I. Because what it used to be was basically a USB device that gave you internet, cell like internet, like or phone no, service. it wasn't cell service. It was long distance calling yes. to the internet. Which, hey guys, back in two thousand seven, that was bonkers. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, I I gotta pay for long make phone calls through the internet, right? Yeah, I guess they're still doing voice over IP. That makes sense. Like it's still a thing. I mean, they could do that. They they have the Magic Jack shut up in the Alamo basement. Clemson versus Kentucky in the Gator Bowl. This also feels like a game that already happened this season, but it didn't for some reason. Like in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, Kentucky and Clemson already played. Clemson was looking way better down the stretch, but Kentucky was looking pretty feisty too. This should be a really good game. I'm excited for this one. I'm happy. Like this is is a great color matchup. The orange and the blue is going to be fantastic. Uh, if it's I mean, appropriate for appropriate for a Gator. Oh, that's right. Not the Florida Gators though, because they did not make a bowl game. But, Good. You know. Every Florida fan I know has been like, I'm fucking glad we didn't make a bowl. I don't need to see this shit for another game. Thank God. The opposite of West Virginia fans that were just like, oh no, we have to watch this for another game. Please no. Yeah, but then we found out we were going to the Duke's Mayo Bowl, and so we sold it out in four seconds because yeah, you did. That's just why was everyone surprised about are. that? I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, you're all Do we not have object permanence? Especially that close to West Virginia. Like, that's in the middle of the alumni base, basically. Like, WVU will sell out their bowl allotment if you put a bowl on the sun. <laughs> We've been trying. The actual sun there, bowl, so, yeah. You know. uh, this is the, like, oh, I'm going to get out the good sunscreen for this one, Doris. This is the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. I, I, I kind of love Tax Slayer, even though... We're moving it out of Jacksonville. I've been to too many Gator Bowls in Jacksonville. I want to go somewhere else if I ever have to okay. go back to one of these horrid I'm, I'm will, things. I'm willing to change the stadium as well. Yeah, I think we should change the stadium. There's nothing particularly compelling about the Jag Stadium. Can, Let's, can we just move the stadium sponsorship back to Altel? <laughs> Another fake internet like Magic... Or fake phone like Magic Jack? Yeah. My first cell phone was with Altel. Richmond City Stadium. I assume that's Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, sure. Why not? Could be AFC Richmond from the. That's TV what I was wondering. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Richmond City Stadium know. in Richmond, Virginia. Capacity of let's see here, uh, twenty-two thousand when full. Six thousand for Richmond Kickers matches, which is a Richmond Kickers are a no, they're a USL one team. Hmm. There you go. I like this. But we're going out of Jacksonville for Beth. Yes. Yeah. We're going out of Jacksonville for Beth. Oh, 
New Orleans, perfect. The New, uh, I mean, the New Orleans Gator Bowl. Yeah, perfect. Done. Sure. That, that works. That works way too well. well. At least it's being moved to a place that will have the conviction to put the title thing on the menu. So we need a stadium, though, right? Richmond City Stadium. Richmond City Stadium in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And then something that I think we're not going to change a damn thing about, the Sun Bowl on CBS. Uh, I mean, we got Frosted Flakes. No. Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Right. That's that's the crazy thing. Because Kellogg sponsors, or is it Kellogg's owned by Kraft? Like, is well, where's Kellogg's in the Kellogg, uh, Kellogg's is it? I think its own company. Is that they own Cheez It, Pop Tarts, and Frosted Flakes, which is sponsoring this game as Tony the Tiger. Okay, so yes, so Kellogg's actually sponsors like three or four bowls, basically, um, because through Cheez Its and through Pop Tarts and everything else. But this is the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, not the Frosted Flakes Tone Bowl. So first off, like every. Like the furry fandom loves this bowl because Tony don't the Tiger. The wait, don't do wait, it. Way, it's way too much, but you know. What? Because no, like they Tony love- the Tiger is known. They love Tony. They love Rip mascots, and who's the original yeah. Rip mascot? But Cat Tony with the Tiger. abs. Yeah. And this is it's at the Sun Bowl, which is a glorious stadium. Yep. <laughs> it's called the Sun Bowl, which is a traditional, so traditional. Like this is the second oldest bowl. Mm-hmm. All current bowls, mm-hmm. yep. and it's in El Paso, yeah. which is a wonderful city. It's and this like game has fucking Notre- and this has Notre Dame in it. Notre Dame and Oregon State. as the as the ACC team. Notre Dame have have Oregon State and Notre Dame ever played any interesting bowl games in the past? Yes, they have. Why? Why yeah, do you what? ask, Arthur? What game was that? Uh, the 2000 Fiesta uh, Bowl, where, no where where Oregon State beat the ever living crap out of Notre Dame, forty one nine. Ooh. Ooh, with Chad Ochocinco and TJ Hushmanzada. In fact, Oregon State owns and the this quarterback was Jonathan zero. Smith, who just left to win to go to Michigan State. This this game, this teams have only played twice, and Oregon State has won both of them. Yeah, they also won. They also played in an Insight Bowl in 2004, which tells you how the how their trajectories went after that Fiesta Bowl. Yes. I mean, good for El Paso on this one. They like, I don't think they sold out the game, but they've sold their most tickets, I think third most tickets ever so far uh, for the Sun Bowl, which is incredible. Shout out to El Paso. It's a great place to go. Go check it out. I mean, right down the road too, like 40 miles away or 45 miles away is Las Cruces. Go say hi to Jerry Kill uh, drinking margaritas in Mexico. You can still get some tickets for this, but it is pretty tight. That's awesome. That's just because they haven't branded it as the Tony the Tiger Thirst Trap Bowl. <laughs> Soon. Soon. Thirst Trapping in El Paso, which it is a desert, so that kind of works out. Uh, hey. I'm ripped. I wanted to do... just cut there? <laughs> well, I wanted to do something serious about our food drive. But oh, this sorry. Guy, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm ripped. <laughs> Oh, we should we should mention that. Yeah, go go go. Okay. Let's God. let's do that. Uh, so again, we got a food drive going, which we didn't mention in the ads in the beginning. We have it with our partners at uh, Community Crisis Services out of Iowa City, Iowa. Uh, last year, we raised fifty five hundred dollars when we were much smaller, and I, I think we did have the podcast then, right? Yeah. Um, and 
so we're at currently as of recording, we're at $9,424, which, which we Amazing. have essentially, I mean, we're getting close to doubling up what we raised. Our, our goal is $16,600, which matches the points per game uh, that Iowa produced on offense, 16.6 points per game. Um, 16.6,000 points per game. 16.6,000 points per game. Um, I really want to hit this goal because I have a fantastic stretch goal. We probably won't hit. Uh, But, you know, I have a, you know, if we do the stretch goal, we're definitely going to do it for 32,500 or for the original 325, the Ferentz line that he had to meet. So through 1226, through the bowl games, um, if you donate $25 or more, and you email us at sickoscommittee uh, at gmail.com with proof of your donation of $25. Uh, I am going to be sending you some exclusive merch from the committee. Put your uh, address in there too, please. We and need your address we need too. your first and last name and your address to make it a whole lot easier on us um, to do that. And I've had to. Yeah, otherwise, we're just sending you back a JPEG of merch. Yeah. Essentially, so just give that information. And we're going to be uh, getting some of those out in the mail. Now, it's going to be a little delayed because it's Christmas uh, time and everything like that. It's just a little uh, behind. Um, but I, I'm getting labels going. We got a label maker. We got people naming our label maker. Uh, Mabel, the label maker. Uh, somebody oh called it Stumpy. I, I don't know why. But uh, there, there's been a couple of names for the label maker thrown out there. But this is going to be fantastic. We're going to keep the drive itself going through... Uh, the bowl game, the Citrus Bowl. Uh, we have I've done an interview with the local Iowa news there, I believe, in Cedar Rapids. I I, I think so, uh, but it's an ABC station. I, I don't have it right in front of my face, but I did an interview uh, on Zoom. I talked way too much. I hope they could use whatever they I said uh, in there. But please donate. They, this place has amazing services. They have like you know, it's a food drive. They have crisis services. They have counseling services. I mean, really, anything that you can to go right ahead and donate. Look, I, I know some people like live in paycheck to paycheck, which is very difficult. Um, you know, maybe your car has a, a, a unexpected repair, and then like you're, what are you going to do for like a week or something like that? That happens to everybody. Uh, so you know, donate if you can. Uh, and then also, I mean, really, it's Christmas time. Hey, I donated to the Sickos Committee fundraiser on your behalf. And I will share whatever merchandise that that the committee sends to you, uh, which, you know, again, if you get the donation in between 1226, before 1226, I'll send something out. I may even extend that depending on how much merch I have left. So uh, please donate. It's a worthy cause. And just, you know, we want to give back. We're, we're having fun on the Internet like idiots and just having a blast doing this podcast and. You know, they're the back-to-back champions, so we want to support the city that supports the uh, back-to-back Chicos Committee National Champions. So I, I appreciate that. And any anybody that's already donated, I've already had the run to get so many more stamps. I, it was way more than I anticipated. So keep it up. Go. Keep going. And, and thank you for that. Sounds good. Everyone have a good week, and we will see you. Or have a good Monday, Tuesday, and we will see you on the other side. <laughs>